0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. If I'm being honest, I don't want to record this episode right now. I've had in a very emotional day for literally no fucking reason besides the fact that I Alexa, Alexa, shut the fuck up. Alexa, turn off alarm. I've had a very emotional day, and it's because of me. It's because I shouldn't let dumb losers who are fucking losers into my life. Anyways, I'm probably going to delete that part, but I've just had a very emotional day. And whatever, we, we know that I'm going through breakups and that I'm healing. Breakups being like several because a bitch wanted to get involved with several people after her long... Whatever, but after my other relationship ended. So I've just been super emotional today, and I'm just not... I don't want to be recording this, but I have to because it's literally Thursday night at 6 p.m., and I have to record this, um, so it's good for tomorrow morning's episode, and I'm not going to skip out in an episode because I'm in my feelings about some whack-ass motherfucker that's never been my vibe, and that's never been who I am as a woman. Anyways, week intro. Let's get into this. It's so funny because it's like, yeah, I'm like sad I'm healing from these breakups, all those things, right? First thing on my week intro, I definitely did have a different man in my bed. On Sunday night. Like, I definitely did have a man in my bed, and that's fine. That's a part of the healing journey, I guess. Okay. That's just a part of it all, and that's all, that's okay. um And no, this is not the man that I'm in my emotions or feels about whatsoever. It's one of my loser fucking exes. Anyways, so <laughs> it's like, it's literally like, I'm having an emotional day, but it's also like, okay, so what? I literally hooked up with this man on Sunday night. It was great. Everything was fine. Like, what? Okay. So that's that. He's one of my old thingy things. Like when I first moved here, you guys have to remember him. If you listened back in March, when I first moved here, he's that guy that I also introduced the episode by being like, I had a man in my bed. So it's just really a full circle moment for me. And I love that. I also don't know why I'm so weird about like hooking up. I don't know. I'm always like, I'm literally not going to hook up with him. Like, I'm not going to hook up with him. Like, I'm just not going to. And it's every time I do, like every single time I do. So I don't really know why I do that to myself or why I even say that out loud. I'm always like, I'm literally not going to hook up with him. And it's like, bitch, I wouldn't be going out of my way to hang out with somebody if I wasn't going to probably hook up with them. And kiss him on the mouth a little bit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I don't know why I'm like so persistent. I'm like, I'm literally not hooking up with him. I'm literally not going to. And it's like I always do. Anyways, you guys do know that I did go home to Chicago for um, Halloween weekend. And we would all think I'd be out partying, living my Chicago life. Okay? With all my friends, all those things. No, not really. I really went home to see my mother. I had a little self-care weekend we did acupuncture, we got massages, we had a sushi night. It was a very like healing weekend in that sense to just be home in my childhood hometown with my mother. I haven't been back there for like a year now. But yeah, just to like go back and see my mom. I missed her a lot. Be in her condo. She like redecorated the whole thing. It's gorgeous. But also I flew in Thursday night as I'm about to board my plane to chicago i'm sitting in the airport and i hit a hundred thousand tiktok followers and if you've followed me for a while you know hitting 100k was like such a big deal to me it's still a big deal to me like the fact that i hit 100k i'm like are we serious right now did i literally just hit 100k um yes i did and i was on the phone with my i was facetiming laura my sister and i was all day, I was refreshing. All day, I was like, oh my God, I was at 99.9. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, this is so, like, this is insane. Because I don't, just 100K, I've worked for that for so long. And that number's meant so much to me. And I truly don't know why. Uh, that almost feels like bigger than, like, a million to me, in a way. I don't know. It's just like, once you get your first 100,000, the next, or just, whatever. But it's just like, that's such a crazy number to be at, like, 100,000. Anyways, Um So I was on the phone with Laura in the airport and I scrolled and I go, Laura, I just hit 100,000. I just hit 100,000. And she's like, oh my God. We both start crying. Literally, I'm crying in LaGuardia. Like, I hit 100,000. I'm probably screaming too because you know I have my noise-canceling headphones in, which are like my lifesaver and I'm literally bawling my eyes. out. like, I can't believe I hit 100,000. She's like, you hit 100,000. Crying because for that past week, so I knew I was going to hit 100,000. Everybody, all my friends and family were like, everyone had like ideas of where I'd hit it they were like maybe you'll hit it at dinner or maybe you'll hit it um my sister's like you'll hit it like Saturday when you're in Chicago and I was like no I want to hit it in New York City everyone just had like an idea of when I would hit a hundred thousand and so like to have it happen at LaGuardia and just like that moment was like so insane because it was like I'm still in New York but I'm going home to Chicago to be with my favorite people to celebrate was pretty amazing and I really did love that so I hop off the flight at LaGuardia and I go straight to the old restaurant I used to work at where I used to literally lie my way to $1,000 tips you guys have heard that episode go listen to it yeah but whatever went there and had my 100k celebration dinner with my sister and my two besties and it was just such a good experience and I just felt all the love in that room that specific night like I really just felt truly loved and it was such a good feeling and I was just so genuinely happy I'm like I just hit 100k smiling ear to fucking ear and I'm with all the people I love the most at a restaurant that I truly do love with people I worked for that I also love and I'm like I'm just loving life how many times can I say love literally take a shot every time I say fucking love anyways so it was a really beautiful moment to have hit 100K and then go back to Chicago and see everybody. Like, I loved being with my best friend and my sister and my mom and seeing everyone. It was great. So I'm I'm not done celebrating 100K either. Like, I'm celebrating 100K this weekend as well with all my New York people. Like, I... <laughs> so, no, the 100K celebrations are going to continue. My sister bought me a Tiffany ring for 100000 and before everyone's like she bought you a Tiffany ring for 100k one she's rich um two I was actually the first to buy her this specific Tiffany ring because I got her it for her graduation and she was like I'm either getting it for you for a million or 100k you pick and I was like 100k and so now we have matching Tiffany rings because I bought her hers for her huge little graduation and then I'm just an icon who had 100K and that's why I got mine. So it was weird being back in Chicago, but like not bad. I did have a little bit of a panic attack leading up to my flight. Not really sure as to why. Well, no, I, we all know I have plane anxiety. I was just feeling like heavy on the disassociation. Like, I don't know, my disassociation was feeling super heavy. I just didn't feel like a real person for a minute. So like it was giving me really bad anxiety because it's like, what if I jump out of this plane? You know, what if I just decide to jump out of this plane because this disassociation feels so horrible? sources can confirm I did not jump out of the plane those are just my intrusive thoughts you guys so before I get my ass thrown on the no fly list um that's just an intrusive thought that I do have but that is my week intro let's get into why I'm making this episode I feel like I never talk about New York much in any of my content maybe I do and I'm just like delusional but like I truly don't feel like I do and I love it so much so I don't know why I don't talk about it and I want to expand on everything and like deep dive of things I wish I knew before I lived here because there's so many things that people have said to me about like moving to New York and it's like, okay, wait, let's actually deep dive on every single thing because why not? If you want to move to New York, even if you don't, Stay tuned to listen to my funny little stories and my beautiful advice I have for you. First things first, how expensive New York City is. Listen, everyone would not shut the fuck up about how expensive she is. I would be like, I'm moving to New York. Nobody congratulated me. They'd all be like, oh my God, do you know how expensive that is? No fucking duh, Karen. I know how expensive that is. I'm paying my rent. I pay my bills. I'm aware of how expensive it is. Okay if I'm being 100% honest, I don't think I realized it'd be this expensive. But now I've just like gotten used to it. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not going to sit and complain about prices. I'm going to boss the fuck up and pay them. Like, why am I going to sit and complain about prices that I can't control? Like, yeah, New York's expensive. I chose to live here. I'm aware. Let me pay the price. Okay. So like, that is what it is. Um, But I told everybody the same thing when they would tell me, oh my God, New York's so expensive. I can't believe you're moving there. I would say the same thing every single time. I will sell my body to live here. And I mean that with my heart and soul. I will sell my body. And I still mean that to this day. I will sell my body to live here. Um, I, I will. If it comes down to that, like it comes down to that. I'll sell my body. Yeah, so I am aware of how expensive New York is. It never really intimidated me or threw me off. I was never going to not live in my dream city because of how expensive it is. I was just going to work my fucking ass off until like I could afford and live the life that I wanted to live. I think that's just in any situation. If like something's expensive or I'm not doing something that I want to do, I'll work my ass off until I'm able to do what I want to do. That's just always how I've been. So I don't want to say I don't care, but I low-key don't give a fuck because I always knew I was going to figure it out. Like I just always knew that. Um, also you can always have a side hustle in new york. I like always recommend getting a side hustle in new york Like serve work at a gym do something, you know, like there are so many ways to make so much money in this city It's absolutely insane. So it's like yeah, it's super expensive But like get a side hustle get a job that pays the bills and then get a job that just has like fun money like My uh, one job pays my bills tiktok and everything else is my fun money I mean, it's a lot of fun money, but it's still fun money. So that's that. Um, I just feel like there's so many options of making money. Oh, also, I feel like someone should have warned me for this is the fact that I spent $14,000 moving to this city. That was the one thing. Okay. I did spend 14 grand. Like I almost emptied my bank account, almost emptied my bank account moving here because it was wildly expensive because there's a broker fee. So like my broker fee ugh, should i even say this i like league i like genuinely got in a fight with my broker about this but m- your broker fee is normally okay so a broker shows you an apartment and their broker fee is one month's rent so like my rent is four thousand dollars so it's like you have to pay first month's rent a security deposit and then a broker fee all in that so that's like for in security deposit is also your first month's rent so you're paying like two months of rent up front so that's already four thousand dollars on my end plus a broker fee which would have been six thousand dollars altogether and our broker did absolutely nothing my friend who's in real estate like really helped me out and my broker did absolutely fucking nothing so I fought with my broker I was like absolutely not and then he like literally threatened to take me to court and I threatened to take him to court and then the people who owned the building that I live in were like please just give him a grand and so like I gave him a grand but like I'll break down the cost of why New York's move was so expensive to me. So I had to pay first month's rent, security deposit, and then my broker fee. That was $5,000. This is all. I paid $5,000 right when I had to pay my rent for Chicago, too, which was another $2,000. So that's $7,000 right there. And then my movers were about $3,000, I believe. Yeah, my movers and my furniture were about $3,000. And so that is 10 grand right there. And then I had to pay another $4,000 because of something with my, what was it? Not my codependency. No, it's not called codependency. What the fuck is that thing called? It's like the person that signs for your apartment. I, I literally cannot remember the word and I'm feeling fucking brain dead. But basically I signed for all my own apartments, but I had to pay an extra like four grand of fees in advance for something. I literally forget what it was for. It's not called codependency. I literally don't remember the name. Whatever. So my move was $14,000 <laughs> and I that was just an expensive move. Like I just wish someone would have prepared me for that move. Like my sister's about to move here and I'm like, just at least have 20 grand, 14. No, honestly, just have 10 to 14 put aside to move here. And then if you want to buy new furniture and stuff, just have the money put aside. But like I knew New York was going to be an expensive move. And like I still was able to have money in the bank and then also rebuild my savings account completely within like what i've lived here eight months so yeah i mean everyone's financial situation is different but that's just me being like completely transparent and honest with you about how much i um paid also i was like fully unemployed when i came i actually wasn't unemployed because i was doing tiktok and ugc work but that's only enough to pay my bills like that was only enough to just Pay. I have like a monthly expense of like almost four thousand dollars. It was just enough to pay that of just like me living life is like four thousand dollars a minimum each month on top of the money that I spend. I spend like a lot of money. I didn't realize I was gonna be this transparent in this episode, but whatever. So just like rent car I don't have a car rent gym groceries necessities as in like my hair and my nails and like stuff like that that's like 3500 a month for me if not 4000 depending on the month and then I spend probably the same exact amount on top of that each month so I wasn't bringing in as much money as I wanted to bring in when I first moved here. Like, yeah, I had the brand deals. Yeah, I had TikTok. Yeah, I had UGC content, but it wasn't enough for me. Also, I moved here with like 50,000 followers and I just hit 100 and like, 50,000 followers wasn't paying me as much as 100 is paying me right now. So like That's completely different too. And now I completely don't do UGC work whatsoever because I just don't want my face on random products anymore So i've been I have the luxury of like not doing that anymore But I came here without a job and I was like, okay I need a little side hustle to get my way through it So I can like go spend four hundred dollars on sushi and like brunch with my friends if I want to you know what? I mean um, I don't think I've ever spent $400 on sushi or brunch, more like two, but you know what I mean? So I've also had like five jobs and I've been here eight months, like five different jobs, but it, all those jobs led me to be in the field that I want to be in currently. And now I do work several jobs, but how do I explain that? I do work several jobs, but like not really at the same time, cause they're all for social media. So. Is what it is. Okay. That's just a little bit as I wish someone would have like warned me how expensive the move was with like how much I had to put up front. I think that was like the biggest thing was like, okay, I wish someone would have told me you're paying $14,000 up front and that's that. Also, I knew New York would be expensive, but I was fully aware of like taking side hustles and stuff like that. Also, I just feel like jobs are so easy to get in New York because there's an insane amount in my personal opinion. Okay. Let's go on to the next subject. I wrote the subway. I don't really know why I wrote this because I didn't have an issue with the subway whatsoever except an express train. Like I did not like an express train because they gave me anxiety sitting on there for like a really long time. But now I love an express train and I like don't want to stop anywhere. But an express train is just like it's like a 10 minute ride straight and you don't stop anywhere. Other rides are like you stop every like two minutes. So the subway is actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. I don't know. I don't think the subway is hard whatsoever. Just, like, Google Maps it. That's my best advice. Mm. I wish I knew how much less crime there was in New York than there is Chicago. Like, in Chicago... There's just so much fucking crime. Like I was not allowed to go out past 8 p.m. And then if I wanted to go anywhere, I had to Uber absolutely everywhere because just like gun violence is really insane in Chicago currently and just violence in general. And here I thought there would be so much more crime, but not whatsoever. Like I thought there would be shootings all the time because there were like shootings almost every single night. No, there were shootings every night in Chicago. And here, a big thing is stabbing. It's not really shooting. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, that's like not funny. But like it's, I was telling my mom that this weekend. She's like, you don't have any guns there. I was like, we don't really worry about guns as much as I feel like the stabbings have been a big thing. Like people are getting stabbed a lot on the subway more than like the gun usage in Chicago. So I feel very safe in New York, as safe as one does living in the big city. Just like I'm comparing Chicago and New York, where Chicago was like filled with crime 24-7. But... Chicago, I felt like my life was limited. Like, I wasn't allowed to go out past a certain time by myself. Like, I couldn't walk. Um, My sister lived across the bridge from me and it was like, okay, get home before this time because you don't want to be on the bridge at this time kind of thing. And it was like, okay, that's like fucking terrifying. And I always just heard of something happening to like a close friend or family every week living in Chicago. And like New York, I feel like it's a lot less of that. I just don't feel like that happens as much i'm sure there's still like a lot more crime here but it's just not as much as chicago and i am comparing it to one of like the most I, I think chicago is like probably one of the most violent cities in the world but i just thought from being in chicago new york would be a lot scarier and i am still scared sometimes but not as scared as i was in chicago because there's still crime i mean there's crime fucking everywhere just i thought there would be a lot more apartment hunting oh my god apartment hunting is like hell a hundred percent is how like i think it's just because the area my roommate and i were looking in is extremely wanted like everybody wants to live here but basically new york apartments you have to come in and like be ready to sign that day like if you see an apartment you have to sign it that and you like it you have to sign it that day because they go so quickly so like i was flying out friday morning and my roommate saw our apartment i think it was like wednesday night she or morning she saw our apartment. I wasn't even there yet. She was already here. And within the next 48 hours, it was complete hell, like getting all the documents, almost losing the apartment. And I was flying to come see apartments and go apartment hunting with her. And by the time it was, I woke up for my flight, I had already signed my lease. So I was still flying out that Friday to come look at apartments and stuff, but I had already signed my lease. Like that's how intense New York apartments are. And we got a great deal on our apartment, kind of, I guess. Um, But I was paying two rents at the same time too because I didn't want to lose this apartment and how much. It was in a great area. It was a great price for the area and we didn't want to lose it. So we both had to pay like two months. We both had to pay rent in two different places but we got a month free so it kind of made up for that but still it was like absolutely insane how quick it was so just have the money prepared have all your documents prepared like i don't think i had my documents prepared but i also had just lost like my one of my great friends so like i was depressed as shit but anyways i didn't have like all my documents prepared as like i wish i should have because like they need to know everything you literally get like strip searched by the new york housing scene they literally want absolutely everything about you and It's absolutely insane like you need to make I think like 50 times the amount of rent that you make for it's just like insane for the apartment. So just be ready to sign right away. Mm. The ups and downs of New York City my loser ex-boyfriend told me this like New York has the highest highs but also the lowest lows and that's like the most accurate thing ever Like the highs feel so amazing like getting the job I wanted being in a great relationship and then like I got fired from that job and I found out my ex had like another girlfriend. So the lows are really low and they really hurt a lot and I wanted to like crawl back to Chicago every time not in the sense of like move back to Chicago. I don't think I've ever had the urge to move back to Chicago once since I've been here but just like go see my friends and family and be like in a safe place safer place. But now Honestly, New York feels like my safe place and Chicago feels like I feel like a fish out of water there. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? But yeah, I just wanted to like spend a weekend there and I was like, no bitch, you're going to experience these lows. And I'm glad I did that though. I'm glad for me, I personally did that because I am the type of person that needs to just go through something as hard as it is and as like lovely as as it would have been to like just jump on a flight and like go be with my friends and like have a good time and like forget about things and like cry in their arms kind of thing it's like no I'll cry in my New York friend's arms and I'll just get through it like you just have to get through it here that was a big thing for me and then when the highs happen the highs just feel so fucking good like booking jobs that I've really wanted and stuff like that I'm just like oh my god this is amazing so New York highs are really high, but New York no- lows are really low. So, the dating scene. I fall in love so easily here. It's like the weirdest thing of my entire life. I've also dated more in my life here than anywhere, and it's all on accident. Like, I'll just be getting to know someone, or I think we're friends, and bam, like their penis is literally in my mouth. And I'm like, how did that happen? Like, I have absolutely no idea. But I'm also allowing myself to date more here than I did in Chicago. Chicago is like, get out of my face. I'm moving to New York. I don't want to see any of you move, you losers. Like, that was kind of my vibe. And I'm just giving all the wrong men attention here is what I've came to the conclusion of. Like, I know people say New York is the worst city to date in, but I'm not sure yet because I've literally not dated. I've just so quickly jumped into things. Like, my ex-boyfriend made me his girlfriend so quickly And I thought it was because I was genuinely gorgeous and he was scared of losing me. And I think that's what it was. But I just also think he had control issues. And I'm excited to like finally date in New York and experience great men as well. Because I feel like the guys I've been dating are just like fucking losers if I'm being so beyond honest. Um, And there's no need for me to be like tearing up like I was today over literally, I'm not going to call him a loser because he's a nice guy, but... Just not someone I should ever shed a tear over ever in my life. And like that's embarrassing. So, anyways, it's just I feel like it's just easier to date here in New York because there's so many people. Like, there's just so many people. You'll never meet everyone that lives here. I don't know why that's even a fact. I stated out loud. You'll never meet everyone who lives here. No fucking duh living. New York is ginormous. Anyways, there's a lot of finance guys. I really don't give a fuck about any of them because And honestly, majority of the guys I've dated are like finance guys. I'm like, I don't care about any of them. I don't know. I'm not a big finance girly. Like, I don't really know anything about it, number one. Two, I'm not a big corporate girly either. Like, I don't really know anything about the corporate lifestyle whatsoever. So, because I'm not really corporate. Technically, I am, but technically, I'm not. So, I just like don't really care. But I'm thinking... I'm realizing that in New York, nobody cares about your age. Like, n- age is not a thing here. The past two guys I've dated have been 10 years older than me, and I feel like in Texas, people be like, oh, my God, that's insane. I, that, what was that? That was, like, my southern accent. Anyways, I think people would be like, oh, my God, that's literally insane. But, like, here, it's just like, oh, okay, like, that is what it is. Like, age is not really a thing in New York whatsoever. So, but also, except if you're, like, 19 years old, if I, like, bring a 19-year-old to, like – home and I'm like meet my friends they'll be like Livvy what is wrong with you and like rightfully so anyways um so yeah I I just like don't date 19 year olds if you're like above 19 I think that's the biggest but that should be a rule of life I don't know why anyone would date a fucking 19 year old anyways um yeah I'm now starting to think maybe I should date my age or like younger than what I normally do. So by younger, I mean like 27 years old instead of like a full in their 30s kind of person. Maybe like 27. I don't think I could ever date someone who's 23 years old. I just feel like I'm way too mature for that. I don't know. I just feel mature. Watch me literally date a 23 year old next and be like, oh, fuck me. But yeah, so that's that. I just feel like the guys that I've been dating that are older, I'm like, you're still kind of immature shit. So, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So, yeah. Also, this is a huge thing. How overwhelming the city is when you first move here. My psychic told me I'd be overwhelmed, but I didn't really believe her. And now I'm like, "Oh my god, she was so right." And even when my friends move here, they're like, "Were you so overwhelmed?" I'm like, "Yes, I was so beyond overwhelmed." And there's no good way to describe it besides like you're just so overwhelmed. You're like there's so much to do, so many people, so many things, and I don't know, time in New York moves quicker. Like it feels like I've been here three months. I think I've been here nine months at this point. It feels like I've only been here three months though. Like time moves so quickly and life moves so quickly here. So it's so overwhelming in general. And, but honestly, you get used to that. But when I first moved here, I was like, oh my gosh, this is very overwhelming. And I started looking at the overwhelming as like exciting and not overwhelming because overwhelming is like a, it symbolizes anxiety in a way and it's like fearful instead. I wanted to look at it more as exciting So i'm excited and there's excitement with being Overwhelmed if that makes any sense like i'm excited I get to try so many restaurants instead of i'm overwhelmed that there's so many restaurants for me to try And there's just like a lot to learn when you first move here about so many different things that I can't even like break It down because it wouldn't even make any sense But there's just so much to learn about new york and how like life works here. So yeah but The rights and the wrongs of the city, there's so much to learn. But that's different for every person. But after you learn it, you're like, I got this. Also, things on TikTok and YouTube look so much more glamorized in on the screen than they do in person. Obviously, I feel like that's anything with life, but especially New York. I'm like, oh my God, that's a beautiful place. And then I'm like, wait, that's down the block from me and I walk by it every day. So maybe I just need to romanticize my life a little bit more. But yeah, that is that, you guys. Hopefully this episode made sense. I'm so emotionally fucking drained right now. And I hate that for me. And I'm sad that I am. But whatever. Getting through it. Thank you guys so much for 100,000 on TikTok. And 10 million likes. I did just reach the point of 10 million likes. Which I'm grateful for. But I love every single one of you. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, kissing me on the lips. On all social media platforms. TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. At SheisLivy. Also, I'm posting so much more on YouTube now so youtube shorts specifically so go check out my youtube make sure you're subscribed love every single one of you and don't cry over whack-ass motherfucking men because they're losers and there's no need love you bye